Welcome to Who Put This On, episode 10, where we discuss Hillbilly Blood, season 2, episode 1. And I'm the host, Chris Lorenz. Sitting to my left is... James Rahal. Sitting to his left... Harrison Hoffman. Sitting to my right... Robert Kitts. Sitting to his right... Mount Man Max. (laughs) (laughs) Mount Man. Sure. Welcome back, Mountain Man Max. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say this episode we watched was real terrible. This is, I, I think this might might go down. It might be oh, might this? be the winner of the worst one. Oh, Ooh. no. This is, well, this is real bad. We're going to get into this more, but like we've most of us seen other episodes of Hillbilly Blood. We thought this was much worse than other episodes we've seen. It, I, didn't, it didn't feel like a bad show. It was just kind of boring. Just like not that much stuff happened, you know? It was real boring. Yeah. Which does not bode well for a reality show. That's true. I mean, when you <laughs> like, can just design the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Like, when I'm watching, like, a movie and it's building up tension or, like, over time it's building up, This is just, like, these people are walking in the woods. What's more real than being boring? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's fine. You can be boring. But this is why I don't watch Utopia stream 24-7. Welcome to reality, that's, Chris. That's real boring. Welcome to reality. Well, you're, you're not watching the Utopia stream because Utopia is canceled. But yeah. I know. They just closed the streams, like, yesterday or something. Were you watching Did, and you saw No, it no. They, Google thinks that I like the show, so it's showing me links. <laughs> Show me new stories. Oh, Google. Yeah, so whatever happened to the people there? Did they like, bust them out of there? I think they went home. They just like walk home? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were sent home. They gave them bus fare. Okay. Great. They're like, here's two bucks. Thanks for your work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harrison. Do you have the studio description of the show? I do. Let me pull it up really quick. Man, this is a tight show. Hillbilly Blood follows two mountain men who demonstrate backwoods ingenuity deep in the mountains of Appalachia. (laughs) Hillbilly Blood. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Destination America skimped on the copywriters a little bit. You know, right. Especially it's... uh, As you will. That might have been what they started the show as, though. I mean, it's an accurate description of the show, but they just, you know... It's very brief. They got to get the FYI Network's writers to help them out with that a little bit. <laughs> Almost definitely. Yeah, the uh, the FYI the FYI Network has a really nice website. Like the the Married at First Sight website's really nice, in my uh, opinion. W- w- yeah. <laughs> Except for all the other shows that don't exist on their network. Yeah, I mean they're going to need to invest in some more content, but I feel like they're off to a good start. I don't know how long they've been around for, but I think that they're kind of new. I did not know the FYI Network was a network. Until we watch that show. Oh, exactly. I'll be honest. Same here. Is that a channel? Like, or is it just I online? Guess, I think it's a channel. It's got to be, right? It's definitely a channel. Okay. It's a network. Yeah. It means it's a channel. It's a this network. is in like the long list of you know things that Comcast and like DirecTV and these cable big cable companies is like eight hundred channels. Why? Why need eight hundred channels? Only eight hundred. Just make better shit. On a few channels. So are you about to go on a tirade about the cable industry right now? (laughs) I mean, if you want, I can do that. I don't really want that. Okay. All right, guys. So this episode starts off with, um, what was his name? Uh, Eugene Runkus. Eugene Runkus? Runkus. Hound Dog. Hound Dog and Two Dog, right? Those are the two. Spencer Two Dogs. Spencer Two Dog. It's just two, Two Dog. Two dog? Two dog, not plural. two dogs. Not, not I said two dogs. For some reason, I imagine it's like two dogs, like a number two, and the S on dogs is a dollar sign. 
Is it D-A-W-G? <laughs> They're not rappers, signs? James. <laughs> That's the these are least, hillbilly. It's the least hillbilly thing you could do right. with the name Two Dogs. <laughs> yeah, these guys don't have any money. These guys are trading moonshine for stuff. Well, in the context of the show. Right. So in this episode. Moonshine. Yeah. They tried to trade moonshine for... I guns? Know, guns? For some shotgun shells. Shotgun shells. Shotgun right. shells. So moonshine is roughly worth $25 like a mason jar. Uh, $25 a quart, I think. Is that what they said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I roughly equivalent to the mason jar they were showing, but the guy at the gun store wouldn't take his moonshine because he bought moonshine from somebody a county over. So now, two dog has to, two dog and hound dog need to go out <laughs> and figure out who that is and how they're making better moonshine than them. And it's kind of like this journey of them doing that, which yeah. is... It's a Real dumb. journey Hill- of boringness. Hillbilly <laughs> Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> it's yeah. a kind of. Well, I feel like to be fair for the show and, and other or later seasons and other episodes, you know, the most interesting things to me are when they build or engineer, you know, these crazy contraptions, weapons, what have you, out of, you know, just random either junk parts, you know, crap lying around or just wood, right? They'll like, just go chop down a tree and build something. Um, and, and that tends to me be the most interesting thing in the show. This particular episode did not have a lot of that. We yeah. got a very small window into that. There was right. there's like one minute, yeah, of them. So essentially, I think on this episode there was they built a boat. So yeah, on their they, journey yeah. they had to cross a river, right? And they just, and because it's cold they can't get wet, so they build a boat out of a tarp and some vines, yeah. which then, was super impressive. No, no, it impressive. was a real nice boat. Yeah, but like yeah, I couldn't do that. But the, they didn't spend a lot of time on it either. It was just like. They fast forwarded through them, putting all the twine and stuff together, and then putting on the tarp. And then they spent a lot of time getting the boat down to the quote unquote river. Well, it was very dangerous. There was a lot of sharp rocks and sticks and things. Yeah. But nonetheless, you know, they get to the river, they cross the river, and now they're on the other side of the river. You think they would have spent a little time, like, making an oar or, like, a paddle of some kind instead of just using a flat stick? That doesn't provide a lot of momentum through water at all. I mean, in their defense, that river looked very, very small. <laughs> I, they <laughs> probably like, thought, like, oh, I can just like stick it in the ground and sort of push myself. Which yeah, is what they he was using did. it as an oar, though. Yeah, he definitely didn't do that. <laughs> it might end up being deeper than they thought. Which, like, you would think they'd be familiar with the with the, with the surroundings, but well, they got across. They got they the did. job done. They did. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then the cameramen were also across, right. unexplained. I think that is the better question: is how do the cameraman? <laughs> you mean get they, in position for they the? They took shots? the step bridge. To the <laughs> they viewed they the, used the bridge five hundred meters down from that spot. <laughs> just got across. I mean, yep. the other thing that I find ridiculous before they get here is that just like the other guy was like, "Yeah, they said they went by this stone through this river up this hill, and that's where he." That's where he's from, and that's how they know where to go to find this other moonshiner, the guy mm-hmm. at the uh, the gun store. And it's just like, really? The guy told you the backwards way of how to get to his house? Yeah, I feel like they're really trying to the, reinforce that hillbilly aesthetic here. Yeah, they're yeah. really trying real hard to set this up, and it just doesn't work. Well, and I don't know. Maybe to add a little context to the like the two guys, you know, these two guys are buddies. They basically live off they're, grid. They're mountain brothers, right? 
okay, sure. You know, they're friends. <laughs> I guess Mountain Brothers, quote unquote. Max, no, are you they're, they're actual brothers. Are they? It are says, they? No, I'm pretty sure they're Mountain Brothers. They said Mountain Brothers. Right. I don't know what the definition of a They have different though. last names. Right now I'm reading something that says no one knows Cold Mountain better than Eugene Runkus and his brother Spencer. Yeah, it's Mountain Brother. But Spencer has a different last name. Maybe right. one no. of them took their wife's last name. <laughs> No, their last name is Dog. <laughs> yeah. Two Dog, Hound Dog. Also, I feel like that's not the case where, you know, this is the, coming from the same guys in the show that it's like, they describe that it's the man's job to provide meat for the women and kids in the household. Sure. So, so I feel like they're not, they're not taking the wife's name in that scenario. Who knows? Um, but anyways, you know, these, these two guys live essentially off-grid. You know, they don't pay for anything as far as, like, electricity and normal sort of modern-day conveniences. And I don't believe that they you know have like a formal job you know i'm sure they're getting paid by the show to show some of the stuff but i think most of their day-to-day is just from bartering yeah so yeah like, that's kind of the, like the premise so they don't really need jobs because they're just surviving just living by off living off the land right so in a previous episode i've seen of this show you know the guy who owns the gun shop that mm-hmm. they go to with the moonshine in a previous episode, they try to bring a bunch of truffles or something like mm-hmm. that to the guy who owns the guns and try to trade these truffles for guns. Yeah. So it seems like that guy will just kind of buy whatever from you. What it's, do they need all these guns for? Well, hunting. Well, why don't they just set traps? And keep people off their property. Right. So, so in another Speaking episode, of that traps, is exactly this is a great segue. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So they get across the river, and they try to go up the steep slope, the guy at the gun store mentioned, and, they're like, and they notice a tripwire magically and then they're like oh man we got to step back down and they crawl their way up around the tripwire somehow it wasn't really shown and then they noticed that it was a man trap as they called it and they cut the tripwire and a bunch of logs and stuff fell down the hill not very far seems a bit (laughs) convenient for the show yeah (laughs) everything in this episode is very convenient for the show Here's here's the part about that whole thing that really gets me. So after they kind of disengage this trap and they walk up to the house, they th- there's there's a guy in the house obviously and he comes out and he is not hostile at all. You would think that someone who has this lethal trap set up to keep trespassers out would be super hostile if someone came on his property, right? Like maybe have a shotgun in his hand as people come out or something. Yeah, he for I some agree. reason came out of his house holding this wrench and then was like can you help me fix my car? So he wasn't working on the car. He was in the house with the wrench. And then he right. came out with the wrench. He's like, can you help me fix my car? Well, I feel like they tried to explain that. They said, if you do a friendly call sign, yeah, two then dog. people know that you're friendly. Yeah, but wouldn't you just do that if you were unfriendly? I mean, yes, I would think that. <laughs> if you two knew dog the rule? was given a call. Two dog was calling. Yeah. It was weird that it was an animal call, too. Yeah. He's like, woohoo! Something like that. <laughs> it's like, I, it's <laughs> very strange. <laughs> Can we get that call one more time? No. I, like, oh, I kind of want to hear that, that again. That was an owl. <laughs> <laughs> we'll clip that out. We'll use it later. Yep. It's going on the soundboard. Yeah. The yeah. soundboard. We got to do that at some point. Do I, we? I like that they want you to believe that someone's just set a lethal trap on the middle of a hill, and then it's just like a normal thing. It's like, they were like, oh, we sprung the trap. Time to keep going up the hill. Like, it's a totally normal thing. Like, that seems crazy to me. I mean, it doesn't seem outside of the realm of possibility in that area of like yeah. in that I part would of the country. expect a better trap than what they had. Yeah, I, I was actually a little disappointed when they set that thing off and it was just, you know, a few logs. I was kind of expecting some boulders and some other shit to go flying down the hill. There were a couple rocks. Yeah. There was but a lot I, of logs. I, I don't even think little... that would have hit them at the spot that they were at before. 
Yeah, it was kind of a questionable trap. Really, what I was expecting is some kind of like Indiana Jones like spiked hole. thing that just comes and wrecks him or something. I don't know. I was expecting like a hole in the ground sort of deal with some yeah. snakes, a snake pit. That'd be great. That yeah, was on the man. train. Well, yeah, actually, I thought in the description <laughs> of this episode they actually called it a deadfall. That's deadfall. not what a deadfall is. What is a deadfall? So a deadfall is when you dig a rather large hole, or there's a hole in the ground, right? And, and you, you basically put up. a lot of pointy objects in there so that if an animal or creature falls down the hole, it pierces it and kills it. It's dead. And it's dead. So it's a dead, dead fall. Dead fall. Get it? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure they die after the fall. So wouldn't it be a fall dead? But I know. We need another animal call after that. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) anyway. So yeah, I was surprised when instead of a deadfall, it was actually a quote unquote hillbilly man trap. (laughs) Hillbilly man trap. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I don't really know what that kind of trap is called. Oh, they talked about it in the show. I think it was just called a A hill trap or some shit. Yeah, they didn't didn't really give it a fancy name. Yeah. Anyways, so then <laughs> they meet this dude, yeah. and he has a wrench, and he says, hey, can you help me fix my shitty old Buick? And they say, sure. So they run over to this Buick, um, try and start it up. It doesn't work. So how convenient. They throw some hooch in the carburetor, which is a thing. And since like uh, alcohol burns easily, it warms up the carburetor, and the car starts. And then the guy's like, oh, you guys are great. Uh, let me give you some of my hooch magic. <laughs> he's like, you guys, all right. Well, actually, so then he's like, let me let me take a sip of that hooch. Yeah. <laughs> he inspects it. Goes, that's some that's some high proof hooch right there. He was very impressed. Oh yeah. Takes a sip and he's like, that's that'll make a young man out of you. <laughs> I yeah, was making an old man feel young. Yeah. And a young man feel nothing. <laughs> is 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 that what it was? I think that's what it was. Oh man. So I was kind of surprised that this guy didn't know the moonshine the carburetor trick because he was theoretically a master moonshiner. So right. you'd think he'd know. Here's well, the thing. I think he did know. It was a test. Oh. Right. Oh. Right. Because he was like, do these two guys who showed up, are they real hillbilly people that I should trust? Or are they a bunch of idiots with cameras? What right. happens if they don't pass the test? <laughs> Wrench <laughs> Kills <the face>. them. <laughs> right? I was confused where the moonshine came from. Because I didn't see them cross the river with any moonshine. He had a little bag. He had a, he had a bag. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't. I, mi- I missed that. I was just. There was like some sort he of. He had the cameraman hold it. Something. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it looked like some sort of like ammo canister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they were dragging that with them to this adventure, though. Were they? No. I can't no. Moonshine. It seems like you can use it in any sort of situation. Yeah, That's but true. I just didn't think they were dragging that big ammo canister. Set a barn on fire. I mean, <laughs> the mason jar. It was a pretty decent sized mason jar to be carrying around with him. On this adventure. I guess. Uh, it seemed reasonable. So when they were pouring it into the carburetor, it seemed like it was only half full. I mean, so I'm wondering if it was full when they started the journey. They were and they were that. off camera. There was definitely some partaking like while they're building the boat. <laughs> some and stuff. cut scenes out of the, the show. When we're crossing the river, we make sure that our somebody's a little warmer. Jug, 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 jug. I mean, I feel like you're not building that boat sober. Right. You know. You know. <laughs> if there's anything you learned, it's... Yeah. Uh, you're going to be drinking some moonshine while you're building it. I mean, you have to let your creativity flow a little bit when you're doing hillbilly engineering. So Is that why they didn't use the bridge? Cause yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Some vines and a tarp on this thing. Or, or like make, makeshift bucket. boots or something that crossed the river because it wasn't very deep. Yeah. It didn't look that deep in some places. It was hard to tell how deep it was, but there are definitely rocks poking out of it and stuff. Like all the way across. Yep. <laughs> 
That's basically the end of the episode. Well, is they well, become friends. Well, kind of. And then he shares the secrets of Hoochmaster Popcorn, Popcorn Sutton. Oh, that's right. Who I think is a character <laughs> on another Discovery Channel show called Moonshiners. Really? I, we Yo, should probably I'm pretty investigate sure Popcorn this. Sutton is dead. I know, but I think you have to... Uh, I don't know. I think... Like his son or something. Like I'm telling you, I've seen that guy's face. You've seen Popcorn Sutton's face. This is a frequent network of yours, so like, James. No, but I've seen the show Moonshiners. Uh, uh, on the show, they sort of show this sort of uh, faded old photo of this guy who's probably long dead. Sort of, you know, Lion King. You know, uh, Simba's father in the sky. Yeah, everybody <laughs> reveres this guy. Yep. Would that be a Mufasa? No, no, that's not Mufasa. <laughs> Who's the lion? Who is the Lion King? Simba's Simba. father. Simba's father is, is not Mufasa. Mufasa. No. <laughs> yeah, That's totally. The, it is. Oh, Scar is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Mufasa. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mufasa is a very like bad guy sounding name. Totally. Totally is. Fair. Fair. That's fair. He's an imposing king. Yeah. Well, he he shows this uh, moonshining kit as like a big just like rusted old like kind of like oven kind of looking thing with some tubes taking that sticking out of it he was like you gotta clean this real well oh yeah with like some ketchup you know get that acid in there clean it out this outside don't worry about the outside okay this is we only care about the cleanliness of the inside yeah and the, that's how you make good hooch the two keys to making good hooch according to hooch master popcorn sutton is keep your shit clean and use water. Real clean, good water. Real good, good water. Clean mountain water. Mountain uh, water. So it seems like they're wasting a lot of ketchup cleaning this thing. They say they, it takes a gallon. They fill it with a gallon of ketchup. It seems like a lot of ketchup. It seems like that'll be eaten into your moonshine profits. Ketchup is cheap. How yeah, cheap is ketchup? If you're $25 a mason jar in a moonshine, like, that's... I guess it's way more valuable. You can probably make a lot of moonshine in that. Like, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I have no idea if you have to clean it after every batch or what the deal I'm is. I'm sure you do. Yeah, because like, because, you, because it seemed like process. he was he was getting that kind of growler sized like amount of moonshine out of that thing. It was kind of underneath the spout and it was filling up. I don't know if you can get more than that, but yeah. I, I have no idea about making I, moonshine. Well, I know when you're making alcohol, you can't really contaminate it with anything because in the yeasts, like. Don't, they'll make other things than ethanol. So you have to like make sure it actually is clean. So if you don't clean it, then right. you don't get any moonshine. You just yeah, don't get alcohol. <laughs> so it's just, just, yeah. like you just get made more a bunch of other shit. Yeah, you yeah but wouldn't you have to that. clean then clean the ketchup out of it really well? Because there's be like sugar and tomatoes yeah. and stuff in there. Of course. Like, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm guessing you wash that stuff off. So I think that like the acid or something cleaned like you know gets the shit off the walls then you rinse it well the, the you know you'll just put soap in it and call it a day you rinse it after right yeah you can't just use soap because that doesn't get it clean enough right you gotta use some kind of acid yeah right well so, it's just like that town in like spain where they have that tomato fight to clean yep. their uh tomatina yeah that's why they clean their streets with the tomato acid Oh, oh! Is that the the purpose of that tomato festival thing? Is to clean the streets? Yeah, I didn't know that. It's pretty cool. Well, I mean, the street it's on. I guess it's not. Sh- well, I guess it's streets because it like flows throughout like the whole town. It's pretty crazy. You ever like have a dog that got skunked? No. You have to clean them with tomato juice. I've heard that works really well. Have you ever been <laughs> skunked, Max? I haven't, but my dog was. Huh. Thanks, Max. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. 
from Mountain Man Max. <laughs> from Mountain Man Max, who is you know lost his accent somehow. <laughs> I was hoping the accent was going to keep going, yeah. but I, I wasn't hopeful. Yeah. So yeah, that's like the end or of the we episode. We could all pick it up right now. <laughs> right. Now. Which kind of leads me to one of the weirdest parts of the show, which is the narrator just kind of seems real forced and doesn't oh, Dan, seem. Dan Perraro. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> This is something about the show that like I think is really interesting is that they seem to put like the the name of the show is Hillbilly Blood and they have mm-hmm. this super over the top narrator and like this whole episode is trying to be about like some sort of moonshine war and like, I feel like they're trying to set up like you know oh these are these like weird hillbillies doing this weird stuff that's like not normal but like these two guys are super smart and can build really like incredible things and mm-hmm. like it's that's the part of the show that's interesting and like right. it, the show seems all focused on like not emphasizing kind of that stuff yeah. but that's like the part that's really good and mm-hmm. i don't kind of i kind of don't get it it's 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 really funny when you hear the like hillbilly narrator explaining the contraptions that the guys are making it's like and then these guys are gonna like whatever you know displace <laughs> 64 cubic meters of water yeah it's really yeah. strange to hear him explain like scientific topics in that accent i guess <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not saying so anything about like, i'm not uh, saying anything about about <laughs> that accent seems like you're saying something there not saying anything about that accent but it's weird <laughs> what do you mean you people <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the episode, nothing is resolved. There's just like now you're friends with the other guys. He's, well, he's got not- some moonshine tips, so he's gonna make some better hooch. So, so but he is he it. not gonna trade in his county anymore? Is well, I don't know if they know that that was the guy. Yeah, I don't know if they ever figured that out. I, I mean, I think that's what we're supposed to assume, right? But when when they brought that topic up to him, he's like, "Yeah, you know, there's some guy from another town who's coming selling moonshine." The guy's like, "All right." He doesn't really, really react to it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I was expecting some kind of sabotage where they go over and you like just just just, just, just kick over his thing and like something to happen there, burn his house down. I don't know. Hillbilly <laughs> 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 wow. arson. Yeah, that's right. Hillbilly <laughs> criminals. Yeah, I want to hear the narrator narrate like setting up arson. <laughs> it it takes well, you really- twelve gallons of moonshine to. <laughs> Light a standard one-bedroom house on fire. <laughs> you really wanted to get it good in there, you know. You got to get it in the in the bed, you know. That'll that'll light up real good. Yeah, that's right. Creates over seven hundred kilocalories of energy. <laughs> Man, I feel like you guys have been trying to work on this for a little bit. You've been you've been working on these accents. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I've been watching Hillbilly Blood for a half hour though. Um, that's yeah, what we do. Happen. Max has been waiting for us to do this show, but so he, he's been preparing. That's how we talk in the Appalachians. <laughs> <laughs> Appalachian Max. Appalachian. So where are they in the Appalachians? Like Cold Mountain, North Carolina. Okay. I don't know where Cold Mountain that. is, but why I know is it, it's in North Carolina. Why is it called Cold Mountain? North Carolina Because it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's really funny is I think season four is in the summer, and it's real hot. <laughs> and the whole thing is them like building air conditioners and shit like that. That was a great episode. Yeah. They built air conditioners out of propane tanks. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, that that was the weirdest. So, in in a previous episode we watched, the I know, I haven't I did not watch. This sorry, episode. so you're going to be excluded from this for a second, but you can pretend you're one of the listeners and, and let us know how it goes. I guess. Uh, so, now watching that episode though, this this show is real bad. Is real bad. Yeah, this particular episode was not my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> not your favorite. Anyway, Harrison. So, in, so in this other episode. <laughs> So I was starting to explain. I'm gonna let you finish. One of so I think it was it was it was either Eugene or Spencer's mom. I can't remember, or maybe both. Maybe both. They might be brothers. We still don't know. 
like their mom, like his mom's car's air conditioner broke. So there's like we're gonna figure out how to build an air conditioner. And they essentially take this propane tank. Why, so why is that the weird part? They're like they're just trying to, you know, fix the air conditioner on yeah. the car. Well, that seems pretty normal. But they decide they decide not to fix it. They're just gonna build a new one. So basically, what they do is they take this propane tank and they like cut it in half and they sort of like drill holes in it. And then so you know there's just like the bottom half of the propane tank, and the top half's open. And they sort of stick these sticks through the propane tank and fill the bottom of it up with a bunch of water. And then they take, like, these rags or something, and they just kind of have them draped over the sticks and the thing so that the water is sort of soaking up into the rags. And I can't remember if it was a – if they had a fan or, like, the back window was just open or something. But essentially the the air was just kind of blowing over the rags to kind of just cool down – the yeah. car. I, I think and it was called. There was some sort of intake, like a like a tube of some sort from the. Oh, outside that's right. Yeah. Around, right. Yeah, yeah. There was some kind of a tube coming in from the window, and it's just like the jankiest air conditioner you could ever make. Essentially, yep. I, this um, sounds terrible for a car. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not the most convenient, and, and maybe if you take a corner too hard, it's just going to dump the tank yeah, over just the like back. You hit the pothole oh, there with the air conditioner. Yeah, so we get the water out of the back. It's not ideal overall. <laughs> you need to set up an airbag for the air conditioner, so in an accident it just you know gets stopped. It doesn't fly through the windshield and impale <laughs> you in the face. Oh my god! <laughs> there's there's a lot of risks risks you know in hillbilly engineering. Some might uh, say. Did they put ice in it? I feel like that still wouldn't be that cold. No, I mean it was you know it seemed like it was a hot hillbilly kind of day. So yeah, it it's was, like a hundred you know, degrees in your water. I guess is like you know. 80, I guess it feels well, it's, warm. It's like going in a pool, you know? It, yeah. it still feels cooler. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the presence of water, you know, will generally make you drop well, some heat, right? With any sort of moving air will certainly help well, the situation. it takes longer to heat up. I don't think it has anything to do with the presence. If you have the presence of hot water, you feel hot. Like no, I, I think it's more of the fact that you're blowing air over water is why the air cools down. No, it's because the, it's the of water, water is cooler. It's the water temperature, because if you're blowing air over like a big block of ice, I think it would kind of similarly... Right. It's, just not, it's not efficient to get the ice in this scenario. No, yeah, because the ice would just melt. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> You'd probably spend way more time and energy trying so, to get ice. I wish I had the narrator here to explain That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Really you read my yeah. mind. So, so... I'm kind of thinking of that one episode of Hey Arnold where it's just super hot and the air conditioner is kind of broken and then they send Arnold to the to the store to go and like get more ice like for oh, yeah. like to put in front of the fan. That's kind of I feel like what this is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah that was a good idea. reality show too. Hey Arnold. Yeah. yeah. It was great. <laughs> about about <I> guess. <laughs> oh, and kid, kids living in New York City. He tries to go to the movie theater and it's all packed and then he goes to the the pool, pool and yep. it's all packed and then they almost flip over the ice cream truck. The Jolly Ollie Man. Oh yeah, F for friendly. <laughs> it's a bit I'm great lost. show. <laughs> Are you aware of the about propane tanks? I just wanted to get people's opinions on this. Maybe there's a reasonable explanation for this. Sure. It seems from these other episodes, they just have an endless supply of propane tanks they can make ridiculous things out of. Mm-hmm. I saw zero propane tanks. What? In this episode, there were zero propane tanks. I was very disappointed. Well, there was one maybe at the end. Maybe. With Unconfirmed. The, oh, yeah. No, there machine. for sure was a propane tank in that moon, moonshine thing. So my first question is, what are they using all this propane for? Do we know why they just mm. need so much propane? Just anything, really, because I don't think... You it's know, a pretty useful thing, apparently. 
Apparent, but like for right. what? What are they doing? Like, Maybe they're heating their house with it. Like I'm not right. really sure if they have yeah, natural gas or electric or anything if out you're there. You're heating your house yeah. with propane. You're not using the tiny propane tanks. Yeah. You've sure. got the like, <laughs> you know, three like four feet long propane tank. You know, like, I gotta imagine that these guys have like a natural propane sort of line into the house or like natural they gas. Just, yeah, like a natural. I, gas I feel like I don't know. they're just bartering for empty propane tanks. So they just want to get empty propane tanks to make ridiculous Because they're useful. Out. Well, they're certainly useful. Yeah. So to me, it just kind of seems like these are the kind of guys who never throw out anything. Yeah. Oh, also Just true. in case they need to use it in some crazy oh, yeah. invention. So well, there's just yeah. a ton of shit lying around. But, right. So my second question is, those propane tanks look to me like you could refill them. Mm-hmm. So why yeah. do they just why do they keep getting new propane tanks when they just keep getting propane added back into their tanks? It's, it's the same price. Well, they're not, like in this scenario, not though, the they're price. not using the tank for the know. propane. <laughs> They're using it for the structure. No, but I'm saying the fact that they're using tanks for all these other things, mm-hmm. I feel like, is inefficient when they could just reuse the same tanks for propane. So I think that seems thing... like a more useful function for right. these things. I don't think they're <laughs> using all these propane... tanks for that, though, right? Okay. That's something that I can imagine. They're not They're not using, like, all these tanks for propane. Who knows? Maybe something got, like, some leaks in them, whatever. They're just using them for, like... The structure of the tank for I know why they're using things. them. I just like <laughs> it's hard for me to wrap my yeah. head around having so many propane tanks <laughs> when clearly you know Man. you barter for everything and you're going to reuse things. Why don't you just reuse propane tanks to get more propane? I feel like you could also barter with the propane tank because <laughs> other people are going to need propane tanks. Everybody needs propane to build yeah. stuff out of or to put propane in. Who knows? Both. Great. I feel right? like they might just have an inn at like the like the propane like center where you can bring old propane tanks and get new ones and like they figure out these ones are structurally like bad so they like sell them off cheap and then the they studio. get the old ones yeah, yeah they just get the ones to just make ridiculous things out of well i mean sure the studio might get them like these two guys probably don't no, have i, I want to keep tanks. the illusion that these yeah. guys just have all these propane you realize tanks we watch reality <laughs> shows right like are you not smart yeah. enough now at this point no it's Suspension not about being smart disbelief you know, I you see movies. Into I'm concept. not going to go see Hunger Games this week and be like, "This is very unrealistic." I'm just going to be like, "Oh no, lots of crazy stuffs going oh, down." Oh man, they green screen this. <laughs> well, I go in expecting that. When I, I you told in... me it's reality, I'm assuming like that it's pseudo reality. You're doing it fake. wrong, Chris. You're doing it wrong. Just Chris, takes away from your enjoyment of the show. You got to buy in. You got to go all in. This isn't reality. This is a social experiment. This show was. Oh, this, so is this the boring. first one that's not a social experiment? I think there's been a lot of them that weren't, but there's enough that are <laughs> that it's a thing. Is Real Housewives a social experiment? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, yeah, it's so, the minority that were not social experiments, right? So, uh, so after this episode was done, we were kind of bummed out that we didn't pick a super interesting one. So we went on the Hillbilly Blood website, and they had this series of videos. It's called Hillbilly Life Hacks, and some I don't know if I'd classify some of them as life hacks because the first <laughs> one we watched was how to make a machete yourself. Got to know that's a, that's a you know crucial and, you and know, it was only like part of the process. Yeah, it was like just the very end. It's like it kind of. Starts when they just have just a piece of steel or something just in a fire to temper it, and like that's just where they start, and then it just kind of shows them sort of shaping the blade. Well, th- wait, 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 there was a two second clip of them cutting it out of another sheet. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Sorry. They, had some, they had some, you know, sheet metal or yeah, something. We yeah. saw a blowtorch real quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of cut the blade and they forged it somehow in the fire, I think. 
then they basically the, the interesting thing there was how to put a handle on it. Yep. So they had it was essentially <laughs> kind of a fiberglass sort of thing. I forget what the chemical was they used or whatever. Some but. sort of resin they use on yeah. uh, car bodies. Right. And the, the best part was Eugene talking about how a lot of people say this is real hazardous for your health, but it's never bothered me. He like, <laughs> kind of looks in the camera. Yeah, he's like, he's like, some people say this causes brain damage, but it ain't affected me none. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Oh. I don't know. To be fair, though, that dude seems pretty smart at, like, engineering re- crazy shit out of nothing. Yeah, no, he is. Seems like a smart dude. He definitely has good writers. This is, uh... <laughs> God damn. Who's hating over here? Gotta be hating. The hater. This, hater in the these, house. These short clips were, like, 18 to 100 times better than the actual show. Like, yeah. this show was so boring. It was really boring. It was so long. Like, there was a maybe minute of worthy content where they like made the like ro- the boat but that's about it I mean they showed you how to disarm a, a hillbilly man trap <laughs> so skill. if the man trap was something that was exciting like maybe it could have been I'm just saying like, so you do not think that you're skilled now if you were out in the woods you saw that tripwire what would you do I probably I wouldn't, wouldn't see the, the tripwire. So you're just dead. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be dead because that tripwire didn't do, wouldn't have done anything. You got hillbilly man trapped. Oh <laughs> shit! If the five of us tried to live the hillbilly life, who dies first and who lasts the longest? James. That seems like wait. I, James I die dies first yeah. and live the longest. No, you die first. Why do I die first? Because you're too. You're too. Um, Self-secure, you think you're the best, and you're just going to run into situations, and you're just not going to be able to handle them, and then you're going to die. <laughs> and then, then a hillbilly man trap is just going to yeah, descend uh, on him. Yeah, he's just going to be run through that trip, tripwire, the first. Interesting. Um, so that's a good segue into this quiz that we found on the, on the Hillbilly Blood <laughs> website called How Hillbilly Blood Are You? So we're going to do the quiz on the right episode this time? We're going to do the quiz on the correct episode and we're going to do it right now. <laughs> so, Harrison, given your past quiz experience, how long is this quiz going to take? <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to take about five minutes to do this quiz. Over, so we're going to go, questions. we're going to estimate about 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> we can't spend too much time on it. Here we go. Okay. How hillbilly blood are you? No one knows Cold Mountain better than Eugene Runkus and his brother Spencer. Together they demonstrate backwoods ingenuity on a daily basis in order to survive the hard scrabble life. Would you survive the Appalachian Mountain existence? Put your hillbilly smarts to the test by answering the following questions. All right, let's get started. uh, forgot to say question mark. Question mark. (laughs) When food is scarce on the mountain, what's your go-to method to feed yourself? A, get your fishing rod and head down to the lake. B, where's the nearest takeout joint in town? C, now's a good time as any to go visit mom for a home-cooked meal. It seems kind of obvious which is the hillbilly one. Well, uh, are we supposed to pick the hillbilly one or the one that we would do? Because the one that we would do yeah. is obviously where's the nearest takeout joint in town. Oh, yeah. I mean... Really? I'm, I kind of like option C a bit. Now's as When's good the last time, time you did that? Visit mom for a home-cooked meal. It's been a while. But yeah. I'm just saying, if you're real hillbilly... You know, you're just going to go We all went, mom's house and get my some mom was here. home-cooked meals. Are we, are we answering this, what's the most hillbilly one, or are we trying to answer this to what we would actually do? We should do? answer it honestly. And all of us went to a takeout place directly before this podcast. Or during. Or during, I yeah. Oh, okay, well, takeout, sure. I yes. guess. That's what the question, that's the answer. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Machiavelli is not a takeout joint. James is in I don't, I, don't kinda, I feel like when you say takeout joint, I'm picturing like a McDonald's. 
Why? That's what I picture. Okay. No. Well, takeout joint and fast food are not necessarily the I same thing. I associate them very much the same. There's it's an the association. You can get takeout food from, I think. I'm going to click that one. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess I'm reading. <laughs> yes, you're you approaching a group of strangers on the mountain. How do you greet them? Hey, good God, what the hell am I doing approaching a group of mountain strangers? Get me out of here. B, wow, I, I started sounding like an Australian there. Uh, <laughs> a couple of shots in the air from a pistol will let them know you mean business. Never take chances on the mountain. C, good old-fashioned bird call is the ticket. Let's them know you mean no harm. I think we know the answer again. Uh, I'm Is it sure. A or B? It's obviously B. <laughs> I feel obviously, like some people here would, would the answer is B. Obviously B, a couple shots. <laughs> bop, 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 yeah. I feel like C is is the answer I would... I got all the bird calls. I totally picture Harrison in A, though. Just running the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah I me mean... Me and Harrison are definitely just running <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah, I don't think I want to confront any mountain strangers. That, that's not an answer to how do you greet them, though. So yes, here's, a, here's a question that we can maybe rule one out. Does anyone know how to do a bird call? Kaka! Kaka! All right, so that's no. So Ka-ka! that's just a throwaway <laughs> answer. Kokriki! How, how, how about like a duck call? Did, can you duck call? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You just put your you proceeded to put your hand in front of your mouth and not make very much noise at all and just kind of fell I thought, over. I thought I was gonna be able to do it on the fly. I totally couldn't at all. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and rule C out. We're gonna rule C out. I think I feel pretty strong with that. All right, so are we at a fifty-fifty split here on A and B? Where are we at? I mean, if between Do any of you a own B, a gun? Like a. Okay, well, I guess we're going with A. I guess that's good. Right? Yeah, there you go. Good God, what the hell am I doing? Okay, three, what can you make with a plastic bucket, some duct tape, hose, and a leaf blower? Ooh, a lot of shit. A pretty great Halloween costume. That appears to be the beginnings of a makeshift diving helmet. Ooh. Sounds like the makings of a big old hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> what? C. I'm voting for C on this one. I mean, I I'm really voting like for B, A. But, you know. Make it with A. Is C sexual? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you voted for C? <laughs> Do you want it to be sexual? Big ol' hot mess. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go C. I think it's A. A. Sorry, overruled. Cup of moonshine still is looking pretty dirty. What do you use to clean it? <laughs> a. You don't clean nothing ever. Besides, moonshine is strong enough. Now it's down New Orleans. <laughs> Help me. This here is a 24-hour drinking city. <laughs> Besides, moonshine is strong enough to get dirt off of anything. You leave it be for now. B, what's this moonshine you speak of? Sounds pedestrian. C, you reach into the pantry for some ketchup. That'll clean it up proper-like and make it shine brighter than any penny on the sun. Well, it seems like... Coming out of that episode. It seems like pretty much every question was addressed in this episode that we just watched specifically. Yeah. Which is crazy because it was just like a random episode in season two. They probably just made this quiz for season two and they only watched the first episode. It must be. So now we know the actual answer. Yeah, so I think that we would just do it now that we know the answer, right? Yeah. I mean, are we doing it now or if we were, you know, before watching the show? I think it's right now. Right now. I think we have the knowledge. With our current knowledge. We have the knowledge. Here we go. Dang it all to hell, your car broke down. How do you go about fixing it? A, call the mechanic. Yeah, here we go. You only let professionals (laughs) touch your mode of transportation. B, 
pour some moonshine over those car parts. Now I sound Bostonian. <laughs> car parts. Car parts. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate the commitment to the accent because you're you're pretty far down right now. You gotta, you gotta keep See if going. You can drive it home here. Yeah. Oh no, moonshine fixes everything. See, fix it. Ain't nobody got time for that. Put that sucker up on some cinder blocks and call it a day. <laughs> I do like option C. I like C a lot. But we clearly know what the answer is. But, like I would do A. If I, my car's not working. Yeah. I'm not pouring any moonshine no. on it. Yeah. I'm calling. Did you the not learn anything? It's certainly not. B. No. But that only fixes a very specific car problem. Like you don't just pour it on there for any problem. Hey, look! I got a flat tire. Let me pour all these moonshine all over the engine. Uh, over quote over those car parts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's either, I think, C, but you can make a case for A. I don't think that you automatically Teenage. put your car on cinder blocks <laughs> when it breaks. Yeah. Okay, wait. Chris has, like, got a broken window and is like, fuck it, put it on some cinder blocks. <laughs> so well, the thing put all the gas. Why don't they put moonshine on the engine for a broken window? Well, put some moonshine on the window. I might fix it up. Who have it cars. Up. Yeah. A? A. A. It's got to be A. All right, it's A. Great. Well, I mean... You can make it. How many? Right? How long do you think this quiz is? At, At least, least ten questions. questions. Six. Wildly what kind of tools do you usually again? use? A. I only buy the best from big box stores. B. Homemade. Oh, no. I can make tools for any occasion. Bob Villa can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like an unnecessarily call, unnecessary call of Bob Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. See, we didn't even make that one up. That's just that's literally on this tools? test right now. Does a corkscrew count? Question mark. I Question think mark. C. I think it's mark. a C here. I, I'm leaning towards C. C. I mean, I have I have tools. When's last? What's the last thing you did with tools in your house? Oh man, I don't I know. <laughs> there I, you go. <laughs> I installed a new smoke detector with a screwdriver. Nice, nice. So we're going with C. Is <laughs> okay, <what you're> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I did make a bookshelf recently. That right, I used tools we gotta for. power through these. Saban, a Pentecostal preacher, is looking for a rattlesnake to use during church services and comes to you for help. What do you do? A, you've got to be... Uh, <laughs> what is his accent? <laughs> Kill me. A, you got to be kidding. No way, no how. B, you're up for anything as long as it pays enough. Show me the money. C, climb up Cold Mountain and go cave diving for some rattlesnakes. There's an obvious answer here. Obviously, it's C. <laughs> yeah, this is why you're the one that gets killed first. Cave diving for rattlesnakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm definitely voting A. Yep. Yeah, I don't want like an A. I don't want to fuck with rattlesnakes at all. Well, it's more like I got a bad thing to do in my time. Hey, also yes, you got to get across a freezing wild mountain river. Yeah, How do you go back. about it? A, no, no pain, no fear. I'm stripping down and swimming that sucker. <laughs> B, get that top over yonder, attach it to some vines, and let's get rafting. C. My doctor says I shouldn't be exposed to cold water in high anxiety situations, so yeah, yeah, gonna pass. Where's D? Use the bridge. <laughs> C is clearly the option here. Mm. I don't know, man. Clearly B, it's B, because the episode just showed us that. Yeah. But is that what you would do? That's what I would do. Now that I have the knowledge, can you, now that I have could the you knowledge. build that boat? You are not capable of building that boat. <laughs> what? Let's go do it, <laughs> like, this weekend. And then we'll film it for, like for our Facebook page. At it. Just get some twigs and put some shit around. Okay. You are drowning to death. Here's, <laughs> okay, here's the plan for this weekend. Let's go tubing. We're going we're gonna to let you do this and try and row that thing across Lake Washington. And we'll see what happens. No, there's, you know, not putting this boat across some with waves in it. You got to go. Or Lake let Union, him do then. A creek. Lake Union. No, Lake, let him do a creek. creek. You know? They were on a creek. He can do a creek. Where's a creek around here? I don't know. Let's find one. <laughs> I would... 
I wouldn't be impressed if you could get across a pool. <laughs> to be honest, what about with you. my bathtub? Can I just build a thing <laughs> and stick it in the bathtub? Yeah, see if it works. All right, so C, sure, C. I guess we're gonna get the worst rating on this thing. <laughs> we're definitely nah, not gonna can you right. make a hunting knife? Maybe I've seen crocodiles on Z. I could figure it out. There's a bear crap in the woods. All over the mask. Going Scottish. <laughs> no, Crocodile Dundee's Australian. That sounded Scottish to me. Try it again. <laughs> we gotta get through this quiz. We really do. I sport is... Peta and use a plastic spork. What do I you don't, think? I don't think we have any options for us here. None of them are that good for us. I mean, I feel like I feel the like top a, one. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. I mean, I have seen Crocodile Dundee, it's so true. it's at least half true. I have. I have not. I have not either. Okay. So here, here's the issue I have with A. So even though I've seen the movie, do I don't it. know what I could figure out. Like, what am I going to figure out? Just also, do does Crocodile Dundee actually make a knife in that, or does he just carry that big I knife all the time? He has a knife. I don't, I don't, he didn't make a knife in that movie. Who wrote this quiz? Yeah. Look, I don't if, know. If the intern that wrote this quiz can get back to talk, listening right now, send us a message. We should write our own How Hillbilly Blood Are You quiz. <laughs> Every right. question is about propane tanks. <laughs> so maybe I've seen Crocodile Dundee. I could figure it out. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's go with A. What do you do if somebody lies to you? You shoot them in the balls. <laughs> Why? You got a better way? B. Time to call your lawyer. You don't pay them 400 an hour for nothing. C. You give them the stink eye every time they dare to show their face around you. Uh, shoot them in the balls. Yeah, that, I, that's clearly an A. I don't think anyone clearly has guns. Back to the guns yeah. part. I think Nobody it's got to be C for me. It's obviously C. I, I, I think it's C. What? What about B? Well, well, you have to buy a gun. Oh, step man. One. <laughs> oh, no. You're what a Yankee happened? fancy. Ready? Your result. Zero to one. Correct. You're a Yankee pansy. Your hillbilly skills are quite embarrassing. You wouldn't survive an hour in the Appalachian Mountains if your life depended on it. You couldn't start a fire, barter with the locals, or fend off the wild creature and varmints of the mountain no matter how hard you tried. You better get your Yankee ass back up to the north <laughs> ASAP. Accurate. Sounds I mean, the answer to that quiz was definitely worth it for me. Back up the north ASAP. Yep. I don't know that I'd agree with it, but it was, you know, funny. It's, better get your Yankee ass back accurate. up to the north. Okay. Uh, All right. So, the eternal question. Is this worse than Real Housewives of New Jersey? No. I also say not even close. Well, part of my judging is I'm bringing other episodes I've seen into this. And so once you've seen better episodes, it's definitely no. Like, this episode was pretty bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it was... I'm going to go I'm gonna go against the crowd here. I think this was way more boring than Housewives of New Jersey. Real yeah. Housewives was way longer and didn't have... Yeah, it was double the length, but I can't I can't pull the length into this. Are you saying this Real Housewives... This was boring, terribly written, just... It was just like the bottom, bottom, bottom of reality show. It was yeah. nothing happened. It was super boring. Like there's definitely more stuff that happened in Real Housewives of New Jersey, but I'm kind of with Rob here. I've seen some other episodes. I know what the potential of the show is. This particular one did not deliver though, and like particularly for a season premiere, you think that they'd really be bringing the heat. I, and sure. Wikipedia, this is it's episode seven. What oh, season one? Really? Yeah. All right. Well. So I, this yeah. is one of those weird where they split them in like their like yeah 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 got whatever. 
I don't know really know how to quantify what they do. Where it's like they film season one and then they split it halfway. Whatever. So they shot anyway, the thing th- and yeah. then yeah, yeah. Okay. This was. I, th- I think this was worse. Bold statement. Bold. I, I mean, some of the clips seem better. Sure. But that's one minute. This is a twenty-three minute show or whatever. It's like a- after this episode, I can't. I can't say like. It had terrible writing, which for a reality show, I shouldn't really notice too much of the writing. It should be like people being themselves. And just, it didn't go anywhere. It didn't have any point. There was nothing fun that happened. Like, it was pointless. Yeah, uh, I agree. I just don't think it's worse than Real Housewives. At least in Real Housewives in New Jersey, you had some guy yelling at people. And like, like people went to see alligators and they were like just being dumb. But like... Yeah, and you had one of the Jonas Brothers in the mix. Yeah, this is jo- we talked a lot. It was like <laughs> was uh, I feel Jonas? like we had more context. The show might have been better, but like <laughs> was that was that that one? It, it, yeah. it was it was one of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, as a collective group, we could still say the House of New Jersey is the the worst. But I think for me, like this episode, oh, so bad. Fair. Super slow. Okay, Any so last we have thoughts? to go. No, we got to go. Drinking rules. Uh, drinking yeah. rules. That's right. Uh, so, anytime you feel like the writers had a terrible line to give, uh, take a drink. That's a very subjective drinking rule. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Every time <laughs> the narrator uses sort of you know a appellation colloquialism. Uh, I don't have any examples yep. offhand. Oh, what was that one? It's like the boys got to get to work on this double quick. It's like that. It's like <laughs> that's colder than a than, a than a duck's feet on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. that, that oh, was I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, take a drink. Yeah, I like that. I think you got to take a drink every time they cut away to like the like little sketch drawing thing they do, the graphic, while the narrator's sort of explaining what they're doing. I think yeah. you got to drink during that. How about drink? Uh, drink every time they drink moonshine. I mean, so that, 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 might, that might be episode. Every time they drink moonshine? If you can get some moonshine, you got to drink that moonshine. Sure. I don't think it's available. It, it might it's be available in Washington. You know? I don't know about Washington. I, I mean, know. there's some pretty, uh, you know, hill. First of all, you got to make some moonshine to watch the show. I mean, that'd be real impressive if you can pull that off. Yeah, James, can we set up one of those moonshine rigs out there on your balcony? I mean, we're going to go ahead and do that at your place, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, you have more space than I do out there. How <laughs> so. about that? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Probably not. Great. I don't really want to get in the moonshine. It might explode the building. Business. Yeah. There's probably a lot of reasons why we can't make moonshine here, but, you know, sparing that, we're not going to do it. All it's, right. it's a hard no. A drink every time they use, like, a we- drink for every weird ingredient in their hillbilly invention. So, like, using a tarp to make a boat, that you should drink for that. I feel like the vines are almost weirder than the tarp in that. Yeah, no. I feel like the ketchup is weird. <laughs> I was... also wanted, like, I think you have to, I want a shot when propane tanks are involved. I like that. I like that. So, like, anytime there's propane tanks involved? Anytime they're like, we're like, let's get some propane tanks, and mm. doesn't matter what the next line is. It's just like, you got <laughs> a shot. Season four, I think, is going to be a death season then. <laughs> yeah. It might be a bonus, bonus game. <laughs> I think that's our uh, hard mode of the week. That's right. <laughs> Watch season four by playing hard Rob's mode role. of the week. <laughs> All right. Does anyone have any closing thoughts on this episode? I the show? would love the show so much more if they just rebranded it as like a hillbilly version of Mythbusters. Just two dudes making crazy shit. Actually, yep. I would really like the show if it was hillbilly junkyard wars. 
That would be the best. Hillbilly battle bots. I mean, I mean, isn't that kind of just Junkyard Wars? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we need to do that show. I, I love yeah, that show. That's a great show. We need another one. Anyway, uh, so I guess next week. Next week, we'll be watching Gordon Ramsay yelling at children, MasterChef Junior. Uh, here's the description from Fox. A new culinary competition series for talented kids between the ages of 8 and 13 who love to cook with the winner receiving a $100,000 prize. That's the whole, that's the whole one again. Um, it's on Hulu Plus. You can go. We'll send out a link on our Facebook and Twitter. So, uh, yeah, we'll be watching Gordon Ramsay yell at some kids next week. It'll be great. Did, uh, did we put the link up for this episode? On our, we did. On our social media platforms? Uh, yes, social media is aware of okay. of hillbilly sure blood. Yes. Aware. Okay. Yes. And what are those social media uh, platforms, Chris? Is this uh, NBA Two K Fifteen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. You can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On, and you can email us questions, and then we can answer on the show at Who Put This On at Gmail dot com. Um, any plugs over there, Harrison? Uh, any plugs over here? So you can follow me on Twitter at Harrison Hoffman. And uh, just just a quick shout out to where our podcast is available. You can find us on iTunes. You know, download it there. Us. You can they can can rate can rate our podcast if you like it. You know, helps us out. Just saying. <laughs> you shrugging at us doesn't help anyone yeah. on the audio. I mean, the shrug was for you. I know. You have to say shrug when shrug. you shrug. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Why are you winking now? Because you got a wink. <laughs> James, you got plugs? Uh, you can find my Twitter at KaneJ3. Uh, Rob? I'm on Twitter at Rob Ketz. Uh, Hillbilly Mountain Man Max. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Japanese Penis Festival. Japanese Penis Festival. All right. That's, okay. very, that's very hillbilly of you. Thank you. I was going to say, it doesn't sound very mountain man. Maybe I, I, that's why I'm not the I'm, mountain I'm man. I'm very cultured. Are you a mountain man from Japan? Yeah, Fuji. Oh, okay. Different mountains, guys. All makes sense now. Um, yeah. You can follow me at the Chris Lorenz. And I want to give uh, a shout out or maybe a moment of silence for uh, Utopia. It's it's over. All right, It's done. The uh, dream's over. The, they, they sent the, the contestants home, so... Uh, what happens to Utopia State of Freedom now? Uh, they start their own show. Oh, I would, I would watch, I'd watch that show. <laughs> we do need to watch the show with Red. Red is already in a show. <laughs> it would be amazing if Red made a guest appearance on Hillbilly Blood. That'd be great. Yeah, there's so many of these Hillbilly shows. Can we not watch them? D- uh, next week, Dark Dynasty. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so can we have a uh, sort of reality show fantasy league? Sure. Um, I want to see a hillbilly dating show. Hillbilly dating show? <laughs> that would be really Should good. Should we do millionaire hillbilly dating show? <laughs> are yes. they are they naked? Sure. <laughs> what if no. you have to marry a hillbilly at first sight? You have naked. to <laughs> naked. marry a millionaire naked hillbilly, hillbilly at first sight. <laughs> so the hillbilly is a millionaire. So you're basically marrying one of the duck dynasty Also, they're people. a bully, and you have to beat them down once you marry them. And they're in New Jersey. Sure. It's like a super mashup of all the shows. <laughs> all I, w- I would watch like half of those descriptors. <laughs> <laughs> but not the other half. Just not New Jersey. Never again. <laughs> all right, Max guys. Max disowned New Jersey. <laughs> no, see. just the real housewives. Just 
So we can watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, and you're all right with that. ATL. If you're, you're going to do Atlanta, you have to do uh, whatever Lo- that rap one. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. We really have to do that one at some point. It's a great show. I've never seen it. I just like the name. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Well, we'll put it in the queue. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Well,